whatever you want for my life, God. Whatever you want for my life, whatever door you're going to open, whatever job you're going to give me, God, let it line up. God, let it line up. God, let it line up. Order my steps with your word. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please order my steps with your word. Please order my steps with your word. Please order my steps with your word. Please order my steps in your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. God, have your way today. Speak to us on the deep level of our lives and grant that we'll hear you. Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be more than acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. If you're not too stubborn, you ought to just give God a good praise right there. God is worthy. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. From the book of 2 Kings, chapter 4, 2 Kings chapter 4, beginning at verse 18. 2 Kings 4, beginning at verse 18. If you're physically able and can stand, would you stand with us? And if you're not, don't feel bad. Verses 18 through 25. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And the child grew. Now it happened one day that he went out to, to his father, to the reapers, and he said to his father, my head, my head. So he said to a servant, carry him to his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. So he said, why are you going to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, it is well. The word of the God for the people of God. Praise be to God. You may be seated. Look at somebody right now and just say, if it wasn't for a woman.
What's interesting to us today is the fact that most of us have realized that this is a brand new year and different time, different season. After November, the great election of many women into Congress, it seemed like this world's about to be turned upside down. The sisters are here. More than 100 women were projected to win seats in the House of Representatives. And this is the largest number of women. There they are standing with Nancy Pelosi in the background. There had never been more than 84 women in the 435 seats in Congress, but now there are over 100. Women have taken over politically this year. It seems as though things are happening that ain't never happened before. They've turned gubernatorial races upside down in Kansas and in Michigan. Women flipped those states around, turning them from being red to blue. It's interesting now. There are dozens of women who came out to the last State of the Union address. As the president spoke, the audience was peppered with women wearing all white. They were there. They were there because of they represented the women's suffrage movement, the movement that became a symbol of their power. They wanted to champion women's rights. And in the midst of all of that crowd was our own, Connecticut's own, Johanna Hayes, who was there wearing her white as well. The former 2016 National Teacher of the Year, now Congresswoman, right there. It's interesting season right now. It's a great blessing. I can go back to the speech delivered in 1851 at the Women's Convention in Akron, Ohio by Sojourner Truth. Sojourner Truth gave a speech there that set all speeches apart. It was a speech and it's at the end of her speaking that gets my attention for this message today. And then she reads these words. Then they sat that little man in back there. He says, women can't have as much rights as men because Christ wasn't a woman. Where did your Christ come from? From God and a woman. Man had nothing to do with him. If the first woman God ever made was strong enough to turn the world upside down all alone, these women together ought to be able to turn it back and get it right side up again. And now they is asking to do it and the men better let them. I just thought to myself how powerful it is, the movement of women in this world right now. And it really got my, me going at the, go, at the Golden Globe Awards where Regina King received her award for her great portrayal of Sharon Rivers in If Beale Street Could Talk. She won the Golden Globe, and of course you know she won the Oscar as well, but it was at the Golden Globes that Regina challenged all of the people in the audience to a female empowerment movement to have at least 50% of women in Hollywood represented in the jobs as they made employment. What a powerful lesson for all of us. Here it is. We don't have to wait 
and go all the way just to those current examples, but there have been women in the Bible showing up and showing out for a long time. And among them happens to be this Shunammite woman. This woman was a bad mamma jamma, just as fine as she, she, this woman was ready for action. She came in, those that got it, got it, the rest is okay. Listen. She was ready, and you have to realize there's something about her that ought to catch our attention in this moment. This is her story month, celebrated now, celebrating women, and so I want to celebrate every woman in here today and every future woman, now a girl. Let me just celebrate you and tell you this is really a part of your story. Here she is. She is an interesting character in the Bible, interesting because it raises her name only as a part of the town in which she lives in. And so she's from Shunem, and they call her the Shunemite woman. I'm just grateful they did not give her husband's name because I would have been offended. Here she is. She lives there. We know that she is wealthy. We know that he is wealthy because they have servants that work work in their field. They've got money, they've got power, they've got affluence, and their house was of such royal well-keeping that when they were able to, they decided to build a little room onto the house as a hotel for preachers and said, let him stay here as he travels through. Uh, and so they put that place there, and there was where he could come and stay. So she was a woman of prominence, power, and prestige. But the Bible says something about her that gets missed if you read the text too quickly. It gets missed because this text is a demonstration of the power of female agency. <sighs> In other words, this text shows that there's power in this woman to take authority and she does so and she's the one that takes the lead. Come on back with me, y'all gonna get this in just a minute. It was her idea to build the room. It was her idea to make a place for the prophet to stay. It was her idea that he would come in and be blessed. And it was because of her hospitality and generosity that God created favor in their life and gave them a child when they had been barren for so long. So it is her agency that has created the favor. Because I told you last week, you can trigger favor by what you do. As you bless others, God's going to bless you. You've got the power to trigger favor. The law of reciprocity works on your behalf. What you send out is coming back in. God's going to bless you if you decide to trigger. Oh, you don't get that. Here it is. But what's imperative in the text is that not only does she cause the favor in her life through her agency? When things go bad, it is at her doing that things get changed. Watch this. Look at the text one more time. You saw in the text, the text says that the boy grows up. So it means that there were years after they had the baby that the boy grows up. And as the child grows up, he's old enough to go into the field. 
He's in the field working with his father. He gets sick in the field. He gets sick in the field. My head, my head. Verse 20 says that he brought him to his mother and she laid him on her knee. And verse 20 says, at noon he died. Verse 21 shows us something that'll blow your mind. Look at it again. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went. Y'all missed that. Wait a minute. He just died. She didn't call for Lester G. She just died. And instead of getting everybody ready for a funeral, she took him to the place of her giving, right back to the spot where she had blessed the man of God so that he could function in his purpose and laid the child on the bed where the prophet lay and said, close the door because I got things to handle. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, let, yeah. Uh, We're we going to have a good time here in just a moment. Watch this. Watch this. Now, when she shut the door, you would have thought it's time to cry. He died. She knows he's dead. It's a weeping time. And many of y'all know what I'm saying here. You would be emotional now. You would be crying now. No, you get that ugly cry right now. You know, there's one cry you make out in public when you can kind of dab your eyes. But there's another cry you make in private when everything cuts loose and all of the faucets get turned on and water comes running from everywhere. She should have been ready to do an ugly cry, but instead she comes downstairs and starts barking orders. Go tell my husband. Uh, no, no, you let him know I need a donkey and a servant. Tell him to come here. I got business to take care of. Husband says, baby, what you doing now? I need to go see the prophet. She said, wait. He said, this is not new moon. This ain't Sabbath. This ain't no church Sunday go to meeting time. Why you want to go see the prophet? Stay with me for a moment. Here she is. She's got the perfect opportunity to tell her husband about the tragedy. But instead, she responds with these words, it is well. <laughs> See, you, you don't even know when to shout. Listen, her eyes reveal the facts of the matter. He's dead. She can put his hand, her finger on his throat and try to check for a pulse. He's dead. She can hold his wrist and see there's no life in him. He's dead. But instead of speaking to the problem, she speaks to the desired solution. She says, it is well. Lord, help us up in here. Instead of talking about what was wrong, she talked about what she wanted to be made right. She it is well. There are times in your life when you've got to command your emotions to come under subjection and demand your spirit to be raised up and decree and declare in the midst of a bad situation, it 
is well. You could be going through hell, but you need to say it is well. You could be ready to fall apart, but you need to declare it is well. Things could be looking ugly, but you need to be able to say it is well. You could be laying in your hospital bed, but you need to decree and declare it is well. She could have simply stayed there. But watch her now. Her human agency. She, she, she goes out and declares it as well, but it's not just that. She now decides that, that, that it's time to go and do something different. So what she does is she gets on the ride. And she tells her servant, uh, can I be a little bit uh, uh, ebonic? Let me take it to the hood uh, and give it like a true sister would. <laughs> Homeboy, don't you take your foot off this gas unless I tell you to. Get me where I need to be right now. I got business to handle. Don't ask no questions. This grown folk stuff. Because it's not just female agency. It's also female action. And the action here is that she decides to leave where she is and goes to the man of God. Verse 25 says, so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. She decided, I got to get to Mount Carmel, so she went to see him there. Now that's interesting enough because she wanted to get to the place where he was so she went to Mount Carmel. When she gets there, the man of God sees her coming. Look at verse 25 for just a moment. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant Gehazi, look the Shunammite woman. Please run now to meet her and say to her, is it well with you? Is it well with your hubby? Is it well with the child? And now, wait a minute, she gets a second opportunity to testify. I thought you had a need situation. She looks at him and the scripture says, and she answered one more time, it is well. Do me a favor. I don't care what you're going through. Look at somebody right now. If you ain't too mean, you need to tell them it is well. somebody else it is well look at somebody say I may be going through something right now but it is well I may be having a hard time but it is well it may be disappointing but it is well I could be depressed if I thought about it long enough but it is well I may want to go somewhere and crawl up in a ball but it is well. Now, now, now what, what, 
what gets me, what gets me, I'm, I'm still talking about uh, the power of female action. Listen, listen, listen. The, the prophet sees her. Gehazi goes to meet her. She tells him it is well. But in verse 27, now when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. Now I done told everybody else it's well, but I'm gonna tell you how I really feel. She grabbed him by the feet, but Gehazi came, this is verse 27, near to push her away. But the man of God said, let this woman alone, for her soul is in deep distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me. He has not told me. She gets up to the man of God, falls down on her knees, and begins to cry out. Let me say, there comes a time in your life when you really need something, you can't stand up straight. See, unless you're physically unable, every now and then you need to get down on your knees. Because some of y'all have gotten lazy. You want to lay down in the bed and then pray your now lay me down to sleep prayer. As though God owed you the whole day, you just spit. As though God owed you a roof over your head. As though God owed you the light in your house or the gas in your car. As though God owed you a job. But you better remember, with one blow, God could take your house away. With one fire, everything you have could be burned. Everything you have comes from God. Get down on your knees and call upon your God. Every now and then, you've got to be able to fall upon your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Every now and then, you need to cry out to God. I feel an anointing up in here. I feel an anointing up in here. Oh, you got to cry out, 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 cry out. See, some of y'all think that only people who are going through ought to be hollering right now. Only people who are having a hard time ought to be up praising them right now. But I got news for you. If everything is going well in your life and you're not crying over anything right now and there ain't no trouble, you better praise him for this respite moment because time is filled with swift transitions and none on earth a move can stand. You better build your hope on things eternal and hold to God's unchanging hand. You praise him while it's good because it ain't always going to be like that. Every now and then into each life some rain will fall. But I got good news for you. There is a God that'll be with you even in the storm and the rain. Okay, I'm going to my seat with this one, y'all. 
I'm going to my, I promise you, I'm, I'm going to my seat right here. I got to go. I got to close, but it's not only the power of female agency and the power of female action, but it's also the power of a female attitude. I need some sisters to help me right here. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Ain't nobody like a sister when y'all get upset because y'all can two snap in a circle in a minute. Some of y'all ladies in here can roll your neck with the best of them. And uh, some of y'all will get upset. Uh, you get so mad, so don't make me put my wig down. We'll straighten some stuff out. There'll be some furniture moving up in here. Listen. But this, this, ain't, this ain't one of them bad attitudes here. This sister comes up to him and she looks at him. She said, I'm going to tell you something I told you the first day you prophesied this child to me. I said the first day, verse 28, do not deceive me. I told you in the beginning, if it wasn't going to be a blessing, don't let it have a beginning. See, y'all about to miss something in here. See, this, I, know, I know it's written smoothly, so let me just unpack the smoothness for you. Because see, in truth, what she said is, I made it clear to you, if this one going to work, don't get my hopes all hyped up and then snatch my joy right out from underneath me. I don't need this. And you know what? You know what? I'm glad about that. Because see, some of y'all don't want to get real in the presence of the Lord. Every now and then I pray and I have to remind God, Lord, you told me. Lord, you promised me. Because I'm trying to put him in remembrance of his word. It's not that he has forgotten it. I want him to know I want to access it. Yeah. Woo! Let me preach a minute here. When she, when she got down there, the prophet looked at Gehazi, said, take my staff, run ahead of me, go there, take my anointed staff, lay it on the child. And he sat back. And sister girl looked at him. You got to be kidding me. Watch this, y'all. I'm, I'm gonna bless you right here. She said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. In other words, if you want to get rid of me, you better come with me. Because as long as you stay here, I'm gonna be right here with you. Because you carrying the blessing and I ain't leaving the blessing behind. See, you don't even know when to shout. Every now and then, it's not good enough for you just to have a brief prayer. 
You need to have an attitude of praying that says, I will not let go until you bless me. I'm not going to move, God, until you give me a miracle. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to hold on until something is released in my life. Every now and then, you've got to get that kind of gumption in you and grab on to God. You've got to get a Jacob spirit where you grab on to the angel and say, I don't care if it causes me to need a hip replacement. I will not let go until you bless me. You've got to get this Shunammite woman and tell the prophet, I will not let go until you bless me because there are some prayers that need to be prayed that you need to throw down with you need to cry out with you need to hold on with you need a deliverance is there anybody here that's ever had to pray a deep prayer and call on him won't he 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 show up won't he show out won't he perform a miracle i got a feeling that the lord will make a way somehow won't he do it won't he do it won't he do it won't he won't he won't he won't he won't he do it? I'm gonna hold on. Somebody give him a pray. Somebody give him a praise. Somebody give him a praise. Look at somebody say.